What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. look to the future, but embrace our past. We study, we analyze, we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision. where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio.
With us on the line, we've got two guys who are the absolute cornerstone of freestyle motocross and the original uh, members of the uh, the Metal Militia. Of course, he is a repeat offender on the show. He's been on before, and we enjoy having him on. Colin, the 621 in your program, or one in your hearts. Scummy Morrison, how's it going? What's up, man? How are you? Hey, not doing too bad whatsoever. Beautiful day here in Winnipeg, Canada. How is are things in SoCal? Oh man, it's uh, sunny <laughs> out right now where I'm at. Oh, that's beautiful. And of course, there is a second uh, a second guy on the phone with us today. Goes by the name of Bo Manley. Uh, Colin, I guess you can do the introduction for him a little bit because you know him a whole lot better than I do. Uh, what is the need to know? What are the Coles notes on Bo Manley? If I told you guys a real story, I think uh, I don't even think I want to go there. But Manly, deep down inside, the guy's a sweetheart. He's my best friend. We've uh, been touring for man two decades now. Uh, man, he's just one unique guy. You know, I think uh, as he's going to talk, you guys will get to know him a little bit better. But yeah, we kind of go hand on hand. We've been doing this shit, like I said, for twenty years, breaking bones together, traveling the world. Definitely getting ourselves into uh, plenty amounts of crazy stories into trouble, and somehow we're still here walking, and we're able to talk about it now, which I'm still scratching my head how that's even possible, but, you know, we pulled it. We made it through so far. No doubt, and we're doing it for the second time this week. For the uh, unbeknownst to uh, those listening, we actually did this exact podcast not 24 hours ago. Uh, I lost the audio. I fumbled it on the play, and uh, you guys were nice enough to redo it with me. Really appreciate that. Now, Bo, you were just called a sweetheart from one of your good friends. Uh, I, 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 the, the floor is yours to kind of, uh, uh, kind of set that, send that uh, tennis ball back because uh, I know you don't take that lightly. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like, bottom line is that there's at least at least a few personalities contained within. And depending on what, how you fucking, how how nice you are to my fucking pee pee, uh, <laughs> depending on how how, how you, <laughs> so, depending on how you fucking stroke me, it just depends on what guy you get, you know. Oh, so is that a two stroke or a four stroke? <laughs> I don't know. The more strokes, the better, you know? Fair enough. Maybe just a whole <laughs> fleet of two strokes. Um, well, that's that's incredible to hear, and I'm glad to have you guys on the show, of course. Uh, and this is uh, kind of a precursor and uh, a little bit of a hype to uh, the reemergence and uh, the resurgence of uh, the Metal Militia, of which the two of you are were an integral part of getting it going, and we're an integral part of uh, the continuing of it for the last, uh, oh, I don't know, 17 years or so uh, since. So, um, like... Uh, Getting back together, the two of you getting back on ramps recently, uh, maybe not getting back into competition, so to speak, but uh, maybe taking up the the the, uh, the 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 flame once again, and uh, it probably feels pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yesterday we yeah. went out to Larry's. Um, I think we're both about the same in this. I got a normal job now. Manly's doing his thing, but yeah, we got out yesterday. Went out to Lynn Coggle's house. For me, I, I'm not going to lie. I was really scared. I mean, back in the day, you hit a 75-foot jump. You know, we could do it drunk, you know, with our eyes closed. But now, I think where my life is now, I'm over getting hurt. Uh, I want nothing to do with it. But, dude, when me and Manly were out there yesterday hitting ramps together, I definitely stopped. And it was rad, you know, on our bikes, looking at Manly. We both had our helmets on. It just brought back so many good memories of us just traveling the world and doing this stuff so for me it was a it was a pretty rad day for sure man and yeah even manly got on his bike to hit some ramps so you know he was a. it was a good day for him man because that does not happen well, Bo, what do you do with the the facial hair there? I know you've got the the Viking stash, the uh, the the braids that are about twelve feet long each. Do you you tie them up? Do you do you like hand them off no, to no, uh, Colby no. Raha? What do you do? I just let them blow in the wind. You know, they just oh, flutter nice. in the wind. It's a real nice little uh, add on to your whole kit. You know what I mean? For sure. Like it basically like Viking braids and a Moto Life T shirt. That's pretty much all you need. Maybe a, a fresh yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't really. I don't even really need a shirt. Or I mean, at the very most, I just need my skivvies, and that's only temporary because you know those are coming off too. 
Right, especially we talked about that earlier with the stroking and the whatnot. These are exciting times. The two of you guys getting back together, and not just the two of you, but getting a, a number of people back together to uh, to have the reemergence of uh, the metal militia in uh, in a whole new way, very much a punk rock approach. Uh, Manly, when you were approached about it, and uh, I'm sure there was a very exciting time for you, how do you feel like you're going to be able to uh, approach this and uh, and contribute towards it? You know, bottom line is this. I, I truly, I mean, me and Colin were there since day one. You know, we were amongst the first members of the of the crew. And um, so we know what, what it was like. You know, it's almost like reliving our childhood, if you will, you know. Um, so we know, what, we know what, what it's about, you know what I mean? It's not like we have to go to some marketing meeting and have a bunch of fucking dorks tell us what's cool. It's like we live this life, you know what I mean? We're friends with the bands and the musicians, and I grew up skateboarding, and I still skate, you know, and ride dirt bikes. And so all the same influences are there, you know. So all we got to do is just keep it 100, and we got no problems, you know. It's just what happens is sometimes is obviously when, when corporations are involved with stuff, you know, they they take it and run with it in an opposite direction, you know. Absolutely. And so we're just no. trying to get back to the – we're just trying to take it right back to the roots. Plain and simple. Taking it back from to, to the roots with some familiar faces as well as some new ones. Colin, what does it mean to you when you see uh, a bunch of uh, newer athletes uh, working out together, doing some CrossFit, and uh, and athletes like uh, Kobe uh, Raha, who uh, like has, has he's donned the spikes, he's uh, he's uh, got himself a gold medal, and uh, he's kind of like the the new order of uh, of the metal militia uh, as as a competitor. Pretty much, uh, in a nutshell, Metal Militia, you know, we did this, I would like to say, about almost two decades ago. It was a group of guys, and it was a brotherhood back then. It was like a real-life motorcycle gang. We got, you know, we got into trouble. We were like an army. Uh, nobody really stopped us. It was true punk rock, like the true definition, man. And uh, it was a brotherhood. As it got bigger, you guys already know how it blew up. It got super corporate to the point, you know, we would go down to the the corporate offices and some of these dudes in suit and ties, they didn't even know who we were, you know. These were the guys pretty much making money off the stuff that we very much contributed to. So, you know, I just lost what militia was really about. Um, Pretty much metal militia, it's back in Deegan's and Larry's hands, and we're going to bring it back to how it started bringing the boys back but of course you know we're we're not we're not doing it we're not going to be jumping her no more we're going to be uh i don't know where you want to say you know we're, we're definitely bringing the new blood that's where colby comes in you know so we're definitely going to be there because we were the dude that started it and uh we got new blood coming in colby and larry's got you know his own gym his old riding course where he's bringing up the new blood and through everything that all of us have been through, the drugs and everything, we know kind of, you know, what not to do. And Larry, he's uh, bringing these kids up the right way. He's making them work for what they got. You know, uh, I know Colby's living at Larry's, but Larry's making them work for that stuff, you know, making them go to the gym. So it's just a real positive uh, kind of new thing he's got going on, you know. No doubt, and I guess uh, Manly, based on what you saw uh, of, of of Colin's uh, life in the in the over the last for when he went down a very dark road, what exactly is what you don't do? Well, all you got to do is like uh, go on YouTube and watch Scummy's videos, and just go ahead and do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Other than yeah, other than some quality uh, uh, servicing of, uh, of of fire extinguishers nowadays. Um, so pretty uh, much. To... Yeah, wait, really quick. Back in the day, freestyle there was no contest back in the day, so there was not nothing to really train for. It was pretty much partying was as equal as important as riding back in the day. So you know, a lot of you just got sucked into that lifestyle. For me, it was hard to switch that switch off. You know, it was, that's just what freestyle motocross was back in the day, you know. So as it evolved, you had to start training, had to start doing your shit correctly. And uh, I still stayed on that path. I think Link Hoggle still stayed on his path. Very sober now. So I, I think what I'm trying to say is we're just kind of, you know, we don't want to see no dudes go down 
hour pass because you can still be hardcore. You can still go out and have a good time without all that shit, you know, but still keeping it hardcore, you know, so. Absolutely. Kind of where uh, I was going with that. Yeah, and then you guys are about as hardcore as it gets. Do the do the the new athletes and the new uh, uh, people coming in kind of feed off the two of you and and uh, allow you two to lead by example uh, as as to how uh, someone should um, just conduct themselves when uh, when when being around the metal militia. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm going to teach them the the right approach. You know, and the right like spots on where to caress her. You know, and. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like if they, I feel like if, I feel like if they take my advice, they'll, they'll be fucking chicks will be soaking panties. They'll be going through them. You know what I mean? It's like, so really hard to go wrong. But they're just, yeah, they're just young, young kids and they don't really know, you know? So I'm going to tell them how, like how to, how you're supposed to flick it, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. You got to double click that mouse. Hey everyone, let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like zipper lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, Big MX listeners, it's time for another commercial break. Please listen carefully to these, and we'll be right back to the show. Thanks. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did, and head to dubyausa.com today. WUSA. All things weeks. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one-of-a-kind. The reason why they're one-of-a-kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick the everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. 
going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market, from supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-packet tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the Viral Brand. All right, guys, for the rest of the podcast, I want to let you know that we added both Jordan Burns to the phone call as well as Kenny Watson a little bit later on. Gets a little bit messy with people talking over each other, but uh, you guys will really enjoy it. We do this because there's all about stories, and these guys really let loose and and tell some really cool stories, and I think you'll enjoy it. Totally punk rock. So uh, I really want to shout out to all the sponsors, Fly Racing, FMF, as well as uh, W Wheels and uh, Viral Brand Goggles, and of course, can't uh, forget about Maxima Racing. Oils. Enjoy the rest of the show, guys, and uh, yeah, have a good one. Now, let, let's talk about uh, punk rock and Jordan Burns. We're going to add him to the conversation in a short period of time here. But uh, Colin, g- give me uh, give me a rundown of Jordan Burns and, and tell me all about him and, and how he his involvement in making this about as punk rock as it gets. I think Jordan Burns, you know, at the end of the day, he was one of the dudes that really... I would like to say kind of not started freestyle, but he had a very big part in that, you know, with Moto Triple X. You know, that movie came out the same time as Crusty Demons of Dirt. He was the one that brought in the, the punk rock with motocross, you know, because he's in the band Strung Out. So that was a big, big thing for me in my life. And, uh, you know, he was my first sponsor, Moto Triple X, and he's still out there doing his thing. So uh, it kind of goes hand on hand. And, yeah, he was there from day one. and. He's our, he's our buddy, and we got him on the line. So, Jordan, what's up, man? And he's here, and he's gonna, and he's here to fucking lay down the, the the real and true facts about anything and everything. Just ask him. Yeah, the last oh, couple we, of minutes is just junk. Like, let, let's get let's get the let's get the hard and true facts from Jordan Burns himself. All right, fucking coming live at you from Minnesota at uh, oh, hey, Seventh eh? Street Avenue. So we're we're out here on tour and uh, out here on tour with the Reverend Horton Heat and Fishbone and just kind of doing our thing and yeah and uh, yeah it's awesome to be on the uh, on the phone with two rock stars in themselves Colin and Bo Banley so uh, nice to be uh, nice to be here what's going hey. on. Thanks for taking our call. We we're talking metal militia and bringing back uh, punk rock to the uh, to the, the the genre that is freestyle motocross as well as just the the, the lifestyle that is uh, metal militia. What are your thoughts on that? All right. Well, uh, well, you know, when you're talking metal militia, you gotta you gotta back it up because you know Moto Triple X was basically. You know, maybe not directly, maybe indirectly, uh, the gateway to Metal Militia. And, uh, I think it was our attitude and everything and everything that we did that kind of, you know, gave those guys the idea of, uh, taking it to, you know, another level. And, um, I think even if you ask Deegan or, or Link or whatever, you know, they'll, they'll say, They'll give they'll give it Motor Triple X a little credit, you know, because when we started out, we were brand new. No one had ever seen nothing like us, you know, like what we were doing, and uh, and especially when we started our Supercross team, and you know, suddenly we were a staple in the pits, and everyone was loving us, and we got in trouble every weekend, and you know, brought punk rock music to. Uh, to motocross and you know just brought a whole different vibe and uh you know it was years later that i'm pretty sure larry lankwoggle came up with the name metal militia because those guys just used to write it in marker on their fenders 
And uh, it was just a saying that Larry had, and, you know, him and Deegan obviously teamed up and turned it into something that, you know, no one would have ever dreamed of. It's kind of like being in a band, you know, like you start a band and you start going around and traveling and playing around the world and it turns into something bigger than you ever thought it could be and bam, you know. Oh, there it is, and and it's, it's grown, and it's affected a lot of lives. Uh, but uh, how, how excited are the three of you about a resurgence of this brand, of this lifestyle, and just kind of getting back to a less PC world that I feel like we've uh, kind of we've gotten a little bit too far into? Well, I can tell well, you for myself that I, I, it never I, it never really went away. But as far as being able to actually do it and have, you know, have a platform to, to just rock out, I think it's great because, yeah, there are a lot of dorks out there this day and age. Like, people are really, like, really scared to offend people, you know? Really, like, got to watch what you say and do because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. And we're like, fuck that. We'll just do what we do, you know? Yeah, like, I'm over it. I'm, I don't give a fuck about offending anyone. Uh, and that's what we started off doing. We were, we were out there and we were offending people, but the fans loved it. The fans loved it and the industry got bummed and we just grew off of that, you know? So I want to bring it back to offending everyone. You know, I'm not, for instance, I ain't, a, I'm, I'm not a religious guy at all. And you can, everyone could have their own. Everyone can have their own beliefs, <laughs> and uh, and you know it's like if you're if you're not a religious guy, people want to cap on you and stuff. And it's like I want to go anti-religious everything, you know, and fucking have Motor Triple X as an element of that. And you know, just I just want to ruffle people's feathers. That's what we do, and oh, you know, rock does do that. Yes, we ruffle the feathers stir the pot and uh and that's what i had a lot of fun doing you know so sometimes it's interesting because we're these older guys now supposedly but we're not really because we have the mindset of all these fucking kids that just want to fuck shit up still you know and bring and bring it back to like how shit used to be i don't think we can ever relive exactly what was created and what was already done in the past but we can sure bring a lot of elements of that type of stuff back. Can you tell me a time that you ruffled uh, Scummy's fo- feathers? Because I know that he's pretty easy to get under his skin. He, 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 he's got a he's got a soft, uh, some thin skin on him there. Yeah, well, you know, all I can think of is like sometimes we'll be driving around and he's in the passenger seat and I slam the brakes on and scream and he wakes up like he's going to pee in his pants. And then he, you check <laughs> and he, he needs a new pair of skivvies. Dude, dude, that's so, uh, I'm not even going to go there right now. I'm not even going there. Well, that Jordan was off the top of my Jordan, head, but there's other. Jordan doesn't even like Burzum. It's hard to really figure it out, you know? Like, how do you not like Burzum, you know? Like what? You're not like what? Burzum. Norwegian what the fuck's that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I love black metal. Fuck yeah, I love black metal. Who doesn't love black metal? Black. What exactly is black metal? Give it, give it to him. Sub, another sub-genre of music. Fair enough. But very... Yeah, uh, it's some, an, it's some anti-fucking... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, just fully uh, anti-religious black metal from like. Voice messaging system. Well, we're gonna have. I, I tried to add uh, Kenny Watson to the phone call, but uh, we'll have to edit out his phone oh. number being re- released uh, onto the podcast there. But uh, all three of you are still with me, correct? Hey, Watson, yep. red buttoned you, dude. Yeah, he totally did. That's fine, and I, I expected it, but he's it was all, also a blocked number. He's so. all. He's like. He's all. Oh, Canada, fuck you, dude. <laughs> well, there was that song hey, about blaming him, Canada. Right. Hey, sorry. Well, let's go back to let's go back to some of the findings, you know, because like let's let's tell the story. I'll, let me tell you the story how 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 I met Colin Morrison. Jordan, Jordan, we're gonna edit this over because this is not live. But Brad, really quick, I am yeah. gonna text Kenny and tell him to pick up the phone in about ten minutes. So. 
All right. Cut that out. Jordan, go where you're at, and then call him in 10 minutes. He'll pick up. No problem. All right, I'll call him hey. in 10 minutes. Jordan, regale us with stories of your. So, can I continue? Yes. Yeah. Always recording. So, uh, so no, you know, we we had been filming Moto Triple X videos for a little bit, and, and uh, we met Colin and his dad when we were out filming at Mike Sinkmeyer's house. Mike Sinkmeyer's, obviously, an incredible legend in FMX history who sadly passed away. But uh, we were out at Mike Sinkmeyer's house filming, and Colin and his dad showed up, and we had no idea who he was or nothing. And here's this little kid who just started hitting the jumps out there at Sink's house and Fonzie in it every time, just looking like he's going to eat shit. We were like scared. We're like, get the camera on that guy. He's going to crash. You know, and uh, that, that was like the first time that we ever met Colin, which is like, God, it's got to be like 20 years ago now or something like that. And, uh, and you know. Yeah, something like that, and then uh, and then Bo Manley, me and Eric from No Effects were were up racing at Washougal, doing the amateur races, and uh, and that's where we met Manley. Like we were driving down the freeway, and we see this kid hanging out the window with purple hair, and we're like, "Fuck yeah, you know what's going on?" And uh, that's that's where we initially met you, right, Manley? Yep, that's right. And uh, I was a, a skateboard, snowboard, punk rock kid who rode dirt bikes and uh, saw the Moto Triple X van and with the fat records and epitaph yeah. on it. And I was like, fuck yeah. Well, yeah, because that was our style. You know, we were sponsored by our record labels. We had fat records, epitaph, nitro records at the time. And I don't know, we just created something different that nobody ever did. And we were we were the first to do what we ever did. And, you know, no one can ever take that shit away from us, no matter what. I think you guys were also the first to get pretty much every hole shot in the uh, Outdoor National Series with uh, with Kyle Lewis, uh, with that Triple that, uh, uh, X uh, Honda back in the day, 2000, 2002, I believe. Yep. I mean, uh, <laughs> Lewis did his thing, and he definitely got a lot of hole shots. That he did, you know. But uh, um, like, what, I know you've probably got a ton of Bo Manley stories. What's one that you can tell on the radio with lots of swearing and not leaving anything out? Oh God, uh, it's Maybe hard to fucking one that his mom wouldn't want to hear. I don't know. I think his mom wants to hear all of them. She's probably heard all. So, of them. Tells all of them. Yeah. And his dad. His dad's pretty. His dad's pretty damn cool. I don't know. I can't think of anything uh, off the top of my head. Colin, you got something? I got too many, man. I, I don't even know where to go with that. To tell you the truth, I really don't. I mean, yeah, me and Manly it's hard, you know. Uh, yeah. Well. Well, that being said, uh, like, how how excited are the three of you for the resurgence and that the, kind of like the rebirth of of this uh, this this movement that uh, that is coming back in the next couple in the next month or so, uh, and and just the, the impact that it's going to have on uh, the the youth and uh, not even just the youth, just all age groups, um, just going out there and having a uh, a more abrasive way to approach life. I think it's great. Really? I think that we've lived we've lived far too long with just a bunch of pussy shit, you know, just a bunch of stuff, a bunch of fucking whiners and, and you know what I mean? Like everyone's just so glam rock and, and or whatever, like our, whatever, just pop culture is just fucking watered down and stupid. And we just need to like, there's authentic culture. There's real shit happening. It's just, you got to pay attention. We're just about to bring it back to the surface, you know? No, yeah, for me, if, if for me, my two cents on it would be, you know, obviously I have a different brand, you know, which is Moto Triple X and, and, uh, you know, I've, I've been just thinking about, I've wanted to make my brand just fucking badass your, your, and, your, and really your, your out of control brand? and off the handle. Your brand? Yeah. Yeah, your brand. Who, yeah. who, who's on the phone now? Like, I, I recognize Wait, that, that, your that, brand? 
when when did you start getting involved all of a sudden? Yeah, thank you, Kenny. <laughs> Welcome Man, to the show, Kenny Watson, fucking, first ever appearance. Fucking Chinaman. I mean, Kenny's brand. Kenny's brand. Fucking Spice-ola. Fucking King oh, Spice. Jordan did. What Jordan did it all, dude. Without Jordan, there'd be no I did it all. I made it. Triple Kenny, Kenny, had, Kenny had nothing to do with it. Nothing. Fucking uh. nothing. I've I've I heard contrarian stories. CDs out. I threw. I showed up and threw CDs out. Fair enough. Fuck fair enough. yeah, welcome. man! Welcome to yeah. the show, Kenny. Hey, I'm Thank really, you for yeah. I'd like to welcome. I'd like to welcome my old roommate to the phone. I still owe him three hundred and eighty dollars for a phone bill. That's how long ago it was. Wow. F- phone bill. Hey, at least you remember it. But now that you're rich, you you can pay hey, me one day. It, it was. It was because, dude. It was. From you calling INF Moto before they were in our culture. <laughs> That's right. One nine hundred pro race. One INF Moto. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! That's so classic that that even existed. What, like if, you I, know? If, I, if I was a privateer with no sponsors, I would definitely put that on my graphics just to see if anyone would call it. Hey, you know what's funny now? I mean, dude, now people bitch about, oh, dude, it's tape delayed an hour, dude. Dude, if we got a, TV, a, a race on TV, it'd be like the end of the world. Hey, Kenny, uh, I'm from Canada, and we only started getting uh, live Supercrosses in, t- in 2009. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. You guys will have the new iPhone there in a couple years, too, so it'll be What's all right. What's an iPhone? <laughs> yeah. Welcome What's an iPhone? Kenny, thank you for taking our call. I do appreciate you red-buttoning me earlier, though. Yeah, well, anybody calls me with a... With a I don't have caller ID and their name ain't on it. I don't answer it. Too many ex-roommates. Too many ex-roommates out there I owe money to. No kidding. (laughs) Couldn't cover all those bills. But uh, Inside the Ruts host uh, Kenny Watson on the show. Appreciate you coming on the show, man. And uh, we're we're talking uh, Metal Militia, the resurgence of it. We've got Colin Morrison on the line. I I think that uh, Bo Manley actually uh, hung up the phone at some point. But we also have Jordan Burns. That's a real brand. That's a real brand. No, get get Bo back on the phone. Get get Bo back on the phone. He said he got uh, disconnected. All right, I'll call Dude, him. Dude, you know what? They're probably a flying saucer disconnected him. Of you know, Martin <laughs> probably disconnected his phone. Hey, hey, there's a chance. Aliens with Bo. Let him get it. Let him get in on it. I can got clipped, dude. Hey, can you put aliens, this in anyways? Hey, you need to. And the music you need to have in the background is Alien. That song Alien on Pennywise. I can throw that in there in the background uh, in post-production, but now we got Bo back on, and uh, you guys were, were saying about how much he knows about aliens, so Bo, I, can you confirm or deny that you have been abducted by aliens, and they may or may not have played with your butt? No, they didn't play yeah, with my butt, but they did But they did kiss my, my Peter a couple times. Oh. And I wasn't too bummed about it, really. They have soft lips, no. so it's good. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Sure, it wasn't a weather balloon? <laughs> yeah, you know, it could have been swamp gas. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Big MX, nice. dude. We're talking aliens on Big MX. Big MX radio. Uh, yeah. Well, like, like the the four of you are rather synonymous with uh, with good times and uh, and and bikes that go flying through the air. Um, Kenny, I ask you this: with with uh, the with the like basically the the culmination of deck of a decade of. Uh, Politically correctness, uh, kind of seeming to boil over, even especially in this in the last few weeks with with uh, um, with protests and and, uh, and football players kneeling for anthems and stuff like that. Is now the best time for uh, a, 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 an abrasive, non politically correct uh, example to to give to people of how maybe they should be uh, approaching things? Uh, fuck, I don't know. I mean, not 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 in this sport. I mean. It's so corporate now. I mean, it's it's not the way it used to be in the pits. Uh, you know, before when we were doing our thing, you know, at Triple X, there really wasn't uh, a dictatorship. Um, you know, you had the AMA that was the sanctioning body, but you had individual promoters that really didn't give a shit what you did in the pits, except for the AMA. And then, you know, Pace started getting involved in, you know, FX promotions and before it was bought by Feld. And when that started to happen... That's when everything started to get squirrely. And, you know, yeah, you had guys like Duke Finch getting pissed off, but there was nothing really they could do until, 
you know, other people got involved and they would threaten to put us in jail. And, you know, that's happened to me a couple times because uh, I was down for triple X. Like those dudes are down for militia. I was down for triple X. Well, I, 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 I'll throw this guy, this idea out here. I think that, uh, that if, if Justin Barsha is to come back to Supercross 2018, he does so on a, on a Moto Triple X Honda. I, that's just me though. That, that I don't know if there's a rider out there that, there's, that would be rad to do, but the only problem is funding. Jordan won't put any money out of his empire into it. Oh, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, Dude, Jordan I, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, if I start Triple X up again, I'm going to have to sell my Ferraris and my castle. Oh, and well, I just sell, refuse. Well, you could sell, I refuse. Two, of your, you could sell two of your hot rods and, uh, and your BMW, and you'd have enough money to, to, to take Barsha Racing. That's true. <sighs> put, your money where, put your money where your mouth is, dude. Get Frank, get Frank and O'Neill behind you. It doesn't matter, you know, he can be a lifestyle guy for triple X. He can wear your clothing because it doesn't matter because Alpine Star doesn't really care about, you know, clothing. Just like he told, just like he told Frank about Travis Pastrana. He wears DC. Big deal. (laughs) These are facts. These are facts, Jordan. (laughs) All you can do is laugh. That's why I love you. So, so yeah, so I guess uh, this is it, man. Barsha, if you're listening, we're, give me a call, man. We're doing this. <laughs> yeah, I just saw I just saw a Beamer get uh, get put up on Craigslist in Southern California. Looks like we're putting some money up together, and uh, we're, we're we're scraping together some funds. We're going racing. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call uh, I'm gonna call Link Link Cargo, yes. and uh, and it's gonna be the, the Metal Militia Moto Triple X uh, collaboration. We're going big. All black well Alpine call, Star gear. I like it. Call Dana. Might as well do all three of you guys. Wiggins? Bring it back solid. Wiggs? No. <laughs> Nicholson. Nicholson. Call Dana. You could have oh, him God. out there. You could have him just like when he did with Deegan after Deegan won the Supercross in the back of our box fan smoking weed. Just puffing out in the whole back of the fucking box fan. Do you remember that, Jordan? That's so rad. Or, you, you were too busy throwing things yeah. out that night. Hell yeah. Let's just clarify uh, things here. You have Scummy doing nose wheelies in front of the pit area all day long? Nah, Scummy, Scummy would have to be, like, looping out his bike all day long, trying That's to fun. do jumps. Oh, standard. Yeah. Scum. Yeah, well, it sounds hard. like, you know, we... It basically sounds like we've got the basic uh, blueprints going on of how to fucking succeed here. This is a foolproof well, is, plan, and, and we have a, a manager who's, uh, who's who's willing to do it. So, no, like Kenny, I think the, what, the ball's hey, wait, it is kind this of is what we got. So, Kenny, what, well, Kenny, what do, you, what do you expect, Colin, with all of us on the phone? But I listen, I think we got it all together. <laughs> we got the band team manager says, clean it up. Yes, team exactly. manager says, clean it up. No. One no. team no. manager says, knock it off. Hey, you want to fucking go, go home? <laughs> you want to fuck fucking go home, Bo? I'm not cleaning it up. I'm not cleaning it up. We got the band together, but all we need is a lead singer. Yeah. Oh, get some lyrics oh, together. Hey, we do. you guys. All right, Jordan, pull the question. Let's calm down really quick. We got everybody on, and me and Kenny were talking about this when I interviewed him for my sobriety show. We were laughing, and we brought up so many good times of the Warp Tour, and we were talking like, we need to talk about this, but we're not going to go into it. Kenny, we got mainly on the phone. What is the one story that you got that uh, we kind of shared together about Bone that we – uh? That we lived through, man. What do you got? My one story is like when a lot of people don't know when you're on the Warp Tour, it's all like a family. Like the skaters, the BMX guys, like all the action sports guys kind of. We were in our own bus, and I think Wee Man might have been with us or a couple other skaters. John Comer and some other dudes were with us. But all the other athletes were on different buses, you know, another bus. 
but we used to travel together. We'd always be parked next to each other. So we were always hanging out with all the other athletes. You know, the athletes were hanging out with the athletes. So Rick Thorne was, like, always super tight with us. And for some reason, Rick Thorne had to leave to go on some kind of, like, demo or something for a few days. And he came up, and him and Bo were super tight. And he said, hey, Bo, I'm going on. I'm going away for a few days, you know, do me a favor, keep an eye out on my chick for me, dude. Make sure none of these dirt bags fucking hook up with her. <laughs> so I'm like, everything's like, all right, no problem. No less than, that was in the morning. Later that evening, when the show was over, I walk in the bus, I open the door to the back lounge, and I see Manly freaking kissing her, like their lips are locked. And I'm like, Bo, what are you doing? Wow. He goes, Nothing, dude. I'm just blowing bone smoke in her mouth, dude. We're cool. I ain't doing nothing. And then, and then, and then I'm like, "Fucking Bo, what are you doing?" And then Bo just lost his marbles. Rick came back, oh and they got God. into a freaking full argument. And Bo freaking lost his marbles. Was punching the thing, saying, "Oh, what? He's a fucked up kid." A fucking he and he just went nuts. Long before Alien. Long before Alien. No, I mean, I can yeah. definitely remember that for sure. That was funny shit. Oh, then maybe oh. it wasn't bong smoke after all. <laughs> and it was bong no, that was... smoke. I was. That's what it was. I was taking bong hits, and she, like, told me. And it was her idea. It wasn't mine. Because I, like, she was pretty crip, and, you know, they're not together anymore and probably haven't been for a long time. So looking back on it in hindsight, I probably should have just went for it. But the thing was is I was ripping bong hits, and she's like, blow it in my mouth. And I'm like, all right, sure. And so I do, and then Watson walks in and sees me. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing, dude. I'm fucking taking bong hits. All right, yeah. so Manly, we got your story out of the way. Watson's uh, such a pioneer. He's been through this the longest. Kenny, you and Jordan live together. What's one story you got about Jordan, man? Because you guys live together for a while, right? All right, let's go straight to card playing. <laughs> yeah, because I heard this story, man. I've heard this from Jason, and it's good. Jason Eck, dude, we used, we used to have gnarly card games. Like my, our house used to be Motocross Central. Everybody fucking stayed there. Kenny brought everybody there, so we would have like gnarly card games, and we we would play this game called Guts, and we'd gamble. And dude, <laughs> I, I mean, me and Kenny both have had fucking freakouts. He'll probably say that I tore the whole deck up or something like that and threw it at everybody and told everyone to fuck yeah. off. He did. <laughs> so he'll probably say exactly what happened. Or Jordan, what about when we used like, at the pool table? We used at the pool table. We couldn't play a game of pool. It had to be for 50 bucks every time. And it would be like, one of us would owe, owe each other so much fucking money, and then we'd fucking tell the guy could break even. <laughs> <laughs> Triple or nothing. Dude, and, then, and then with the pool table, Lance Mail used to be over there all the time, and they'd, he, we'd, everyone would be fucked up, and Lance Mail would just crank Metallica and just fucking be in there air guitaring with the pool keys. Fucking out of nowhere. Just ripping out of nowhere. It. Then he would, he, Lance would turn the stereo down, and he goes, All right, now it's a lap around Washougal. And he would freaking oh, dude, the yeah. down. <laughs> And he would tell you what part of the track he was on. <laughs> Crazy. So I want to hear your story, Jordan. What's that? I want to hear your story. What your funniest story is about well, it, me, then I'll give you. I think because Kenny used to cheat at cards all the time. No. <laughs> and so suddenly, suddenly, like, we'd be playing uh, this game. I, I don't even remember how the game goes because it's been so long since we played it, but Kenny would always get accused of cheating and then fucking flip out and wig out on everyone. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about when Jenny Poo came and she put the gear on and was chasing me around the house and I wanted to strangle her. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so many, I mean, there's so many different times of the things that, I, that happened in the, I, in the house. Can I, can I tell you my favorite Jordan story about living with you? Please, I don't know. It's not the one. It's not the one I'm going to tell you about. It's not that one. It's not the one that we got into a fist fight over, or or, or I wailed you, or whatever. This is how yeah. long ago. How long I've been with Jordan? 
when we had that radical, radical, radical earthquake where shit got pile driven back here in Northridge, Jordan and I lived ninety four like two months. Two miles from where it hit. And, uh, dude, like, it was freaking, like, crazy aftershocks. And, like, Jordan was, like, freaked out over the earthquakes. And so was I, like, gnarly. And Jordan and I, you know, had different rooms. And we both had our own telephones back in the day. It was before cell phones. And anytime there was an aftershock, he would call me and go, did you feel that one? Did you feel it? And I'm like, yeah. So, dude, I used to crawl into his room in the middle of the night and just shake the fuck out of his bed and fucking sneak out and go back into my room. And I'm like, did you feel that one, dude? And I did that for like two or three days. So then finally, like, uh, I was working for Ty Birdwell, and we were going to Houston Supercross. And Jordan's like, fuck it, dude. There ain't no way I'm staying here by myself. There's no way I'm staying here by myself. I'm going with you. And I'm like, Jordan, this is the first race of the year. Like, I'm working for this brand new dude. I can't bring my fucking roommate with me. Like, he's like, dude, Birdwell won't care. I'm all, no, Jordan, you can't go. So Kyle Lewis um, was going to race the arena cross or the ultra cross at Anaheim, but it got canceled because the stadium got jacked up. So at the last minute, Kyle said, I'm fucking, I'm just going to go to Houston and ride Supercross. But I had to give him a ride in his mechanic or. So he came over the night before, loaded all his shit. We pack up in the morning. We're in the fucking box van, and we're driving. And we get, like, near Palm Springs, which is an hour and a half from my house. And he's like, do you hear that? I'm all, hear what? He's like, dude, there's something in the sleeper. Fucking Jordan stowed away in the fucking sleeper. (laughs) Covered himself with blankets. And I'm like, dude, I was so fucking pissed. But we were like, you know, hour and a half, two hours from home, I wasn't going to turn around. So I'm like, you motherfucker. So the whole way there, him and Kyle and myself, that was probably one of the funnest road trips we've ever had. Like, dude, like, then, and then, like, to, let me tell the story. And then to, to cap it off, I fucking That's raced. The race. the, I raced this fucking Supercross in the Astrodome. I raced it the amateur day. I borrowed Mark Easley's bike. And fucking suited up and rode the amateur supercross. I so was fucking fired Jordan, up on that. If anyone knows Jordan, you wouldn't be amazed by that because that's just the what the shit he pulls. So to make a long story <laughs> short, dude, Jordan didn't shower for like three days because we had the water, the earthquake, and all the shit. I know where this is going. So I'm driving, dude, and dude, this was on the way home. Like, no, it was on the way there. It was on the way there okay. because we didn't shower and we were filthy. And I was doing this thing where freaking Kyle played this joke on me where Kyle was in the back and he freaking relieved himself on this paper towel. And he goes, hey, throw it out the window. And I put my hand back and he just dropped a full paper towel with goo on it on my hand. Uh, and I pulled, I did a deal where I put a sock over myself and did what I had to do and put it in his shoe and he put his shoe on. So, Jordan, we're driving uh, – Kyle's driving and Jordan's sitting in the passenger seat and I'm laying in the sleeper and I look over at Jordan and he, and he gives me the, Hey, well, check this out. And he puts his hand down his pants, gets, gets, gets a little, <laughs> you know, a little ball stank going, pretends like he rubs it on the carpet and he goes, what's this smell like Kyle? And just throws it in Kyle's face and Kyle starts laughing and said, it smells like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so, uh, well, he, he fucking totally fell for it, though. He fell for it. Like, I'm like, dude, what's this smell it. like? What's this carpet? What's on the carpet? What's the smell like? And he fell for it and dude, fucking smelled you know my fingers. You, you, guys don't think it, you guys don't think it's funny, but it was just one of those deals where it was, uh, dude, it was classic. It was a road session. We pull, into the, we pull into a gas station, and the guy goes, let me check your oil. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, you're a quart load. And Jordan goes, yeah, just put 240, and that's what he weighs. <laughs> Like bagging on me, just it was it was a it was that trip was just like I was so fucking bad at Jordan though, dude. I wanted to strangle him. I wanted to beat him so bad, but you know what? It ended up being fine. Nah, that was that was a good trip. That was an awesome trip. I don't know, and that's all that that stuff is all like totally pre Motor Triple X. That was like it wasn't even in the oven, you know. Like, that was, like, the days where I was just grabbing a VCR camera, camcorder camera, and, like, trying to film shit on VHS. 
and just film. Remember, I, I, it oh, didn't, yeah, I it didn't pan out. No, it didn't. Yeah, pan so out they didn't use any of your VHS photos. The, oh, I got plenty. How, this is how I remember Triple X getting started. Jordan knew Kurt Haller. Say Kurt Haller. Is it was way player. before Kurt. It, it was know. way. It was way before Kurt. It was me and Eric. I know. Kurt wasn't even in the picture for months. Kurt, Kurt got Kurt. Jordan. Yeah, well, Kurt got involved because uh, Kurt was a snowboard filmmaker. Yeah, so he so he tells he tells Kurt, hey, why don't you come out and film Eric and I? So this guy doesn't even know anything (laughs) about motocross. So he takes out two fucking beginners out to LACR. And he's like, Dude, really? Where is that footage? Like we need that footage. We need that footage. It's that's fucking how it good. All started with Kurt. So all the VHS, yeah, and there, that, was a, there was a lot of good stuff, you know. But that's enough of this. No, well, this has been, yeah, this has been a cool this. little story time for the, all, all four of us here. Uh, five of us, I'm, I guess I'm included, uh, although I don't really, really count for much. But... Uh, um, Bo Manley, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. Uh, people are going to uh, look up the, the brand new uh, clothing line that you've been working with, which is Moto Life. Where can they find more information out about that? Go to Instagram at Moto Life or go to MotoLife.com. Boom. That's hey, Bo, awesome. Tell them, tell them about your new uh, TV show, your new YouTube channel that you're starting. Oh, yeah, Bo. It. Let's get weird with yeah, fuck it. Let's get weird with Bo Manley. I'm going to uh, give you some real insight into things that are going on. Okay. In the world? In the world. In the world, inside her pants, whatever. Okay, which is the world for most people. Uh, and which then, is uh, definitely as far as a place all... <laughs> I know I'm wearing skivvies underwear. Does that go the same for everybody else, or all four of you aren't wearing underwear? Yes, no. Falls deep, bro. I got skivvies on. What? I got skips on. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> Kenny got clipped. Kenny's still there. Colin, oh, like, Colin hung up. He got he got bummed. He couldn't talk. I don't think he's still on the on the phone call. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, but uh, I think um, like Kenny, you you just free ball it all the time, right? Yeah. Fair Falls enough. are down okay. to my knees. Oh, okay. It's it's gotten to that already. Um, but uh, in in all reality, and uh, you're you're in uh, Minnesota, correct, uh, Jordan? Yeah, we're about to play a show. We're going on, and uh, you know, I've been on tour for uh, I've been on this tour for about a month. So uh, you know, I'm just traveling city, you know, state to state, city to city, and. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. My band, Strong Out, has been together for 23 years, and, you know, we've had a lot of cool involvement with the whole motor world and stuff, and we're cross-promoting, and uh, we're out here, and we're out here and still doing it. Fair enough. Hey, how's your singer? What's that? You going to Winnipeg? You, no, we we uh, we did one one. Uh, we played Vancouver on this tour. That was okay. the only Canadian date. Fair enough. We're getting skipped. That uh, usually does happen. Uh, what about your lead singer? Uh, what about him? I don't know. Kenny, how is he? Your best friend. How yeah, is he? Is he good? Yeah, George. This is the best ever. The best ever. We're not. Yeah, we're not here on this trip. Fair enough. Fair what enough. up? Well, he sings. Um, he cruised. <laughs> that being yeah. said, guys, I, I really appreciate the four of you giving me some time to uh, to uh, like hash out some stories, laugh a little bit, and uh, and, and basically uh, hype up the the reemergence of uh, the metal militia coming back as a very uh, uh, like just it's it's a lifestyle brand. I feel like a lot of people can connect with it, especially now. Uh, so, uh, uh, Colin, I really appreciate you for putting this all together. And then uh, I had the uh, harebrained idea of calling up uh, Ken, Kenny Ox and halfway through the conversation. So I'm glad it all came together. Hey Brad, yeah, yeah, give me a call when you when you want to talk uh, serious moto. We'll talk yeah, some, some real stuff. What's going on? Not with all these yahoos. Hey, absolutely. I'll uh, I'll, I'll text you. Not with all after. these. 
Now with all these yahoos, I call my good friends. I love them all. They're all great dudes. They all they've all uh, been part of my life for a long time, and I love each and every one of them. Yeah, we love you too, Kenny. Right on, Bob. Yeah, the big team, the big team, still fucking yeah. together, still rocking, still doing Everyone this shit. Everyone doesn't know, but uh, uh, if I know anyone longer than uh, a lot of people don't know, but me and Jordan have roots. I go way, way back, and uh, him, him and I have had our ups and downs, but I can still consider him one of my best friends. And uh, I love you, Jay. Keep, keep it on. Keep doing what you're doing, bud. Right on, Kenny. I, on that note, uh, I'm going to get some ribs. Yeah, get some ribs, and uh, Alicia's still looking for a drummer. We'll line you up with that. Just, just be patient. <laughs> we got we got the first we got the first band on. You want to hear it? <laughs> Sounds like fishbone. They sound great. Uh, it's All filling right. up in All there. Right, guys. All right, Brad, give me All a right. Let's do this. Take care, All right, you guys. sounds great, you guys. You take care.